Hey friends, did you know that you can come hang out with me in real life? That's right. The Work In Podcast and Savage Grace Coaching makes its home in a boutique studio space called The Loft Yoga and Wellness in historic downtown Spring Valley, Ohio. This hidden gem of the Miami Valley is nestled in between Dayton, Columbus, and Cincinnati. As a part of my mission to bring a legacy of resilience through movement, each month you can join me for a hike on the bike trail, followed by a free trauma-informed vinyasa class back at the studio on Main Street. Go to savagegracecoaching.com to see the calendar and join my newsletter, A Yoga Life on Main Street, to stay up to date on all the latest studio news, events, and gossip. And now... On to this week's episode. It's time to stop working out and start working in. You found the Work In Podcast for fitpreneurs and their health conscious clients. This podcast is for resilient wellness professionals who want to expand their professional credibility, shake off stress, and thrive in a burnout proof career with conversations on the fitness industry, movement, nutrition, sleep, mindset, nervous system health, yoga, business, and so much more. I'm your host, Erica Thomas. I'm a resilience coach and fitpreneur offering an authentic, actionable, realistic approach to personal and professional balance for coaches in any format. The Work In is brought to you by Savage Grace Coaching, bringing resilience through movement, action, and accountability. Private sessions, small groups, and corporate presentations are available now. Visit savagegracecoaching.com to schedule a call and get all the details. Hi there, everyone, and welcome back to The Work In. This is your Sugar Addicts Holiday Survival Guide. We all have the best intentions when it comes to the holidays. This is not the time to start a new restrictive diet, but that doesn't mean that we need to fall completely off the wagon either. I believe that a healthy lifestyle includes joy and enjoyment without the judgment about every little thing that you put on your plate. Here's how we can do it. Using some of our principles of resilience. As a review, that is the ABCs of resilience, awareness, boundaries, and connection. And they're foundational to making healthy choices and regulating stress any time of year. The holidays can be fraught with all kinds of stressors, even in the best case scenarios. There's family history, travel stress, financial worries, perfectionist tendencies, and high expectations as we try to create the perfect holiday. And the food, don't get me started on the food. The holidays can be a time of joy, yes, but also sometimes sadness. We don't always get to be with the people we want to be with. Memories can often be bittersweet and can trigger old habits patterns, and cravings. So today, let's limit our discussion to how the stress and obligations of this time of year can affect our exercise and nutrition patterns. 
Here are three ways that we can use those principles of resilience, awareness, boundaries, and connection to help maintain a healthy balance with movement, nutrition, and sleep throughout the holidays, even if you're a sugar addict like me. First, give yourself grace. We know our family dynamic. We know our history, our traditions, and all the expectations that go along with it. For my family, our holidays begin and end with food. The menu is set. It's the same every year. There's food everywhere. And while I would like to think that we could do something different, it wouldn't feel the same. I'm aware of this. I know that there are always way too many sweets and treats out. I know that because I make at least half of them. I am a sugar addict, and I don't say that lightly. It is a real thing for me. In my family, it feels rude not to try everything. And I say it that way because I don't think it actually is rude. I just feel that way. Maybe it's because I know how much effort goes into creating all of this food. And so because of that, I want to try everything. Somebody put that effort in. They filled those uh, plates of cookies with effort and love. And so what does it mean if I refuse that? So we could all use a little grace here. This is just a once a year thing, and it's okay to indulge in the holiday feast. It doesn't mean that you have to quit everything else that you're doing that's healthy for yourself outside of this day. So instead of using exercise to punish ourselves for whatever indulgence we took part in, maybe We take a walk with the siblings or cousins after dinner to kickstart our metabolism. There's definitely a place for physical rest within the holidays or even active rest when it comes to breaking our routine for vacation. And it's okay, of course, to stay up a little later. And it's definitely okay to take a few naps during this time. This is our permission. (laughs) We want to allow ourselves to enjoy the holiday. So take a moment and think about what would it take to help you do that. Sometimes our family has other traditions that maybe you've grown out of or don't fit with your lifestyle now. There's nothing that says you have to continue to repeat any pattern. Even when those traditions can feel unbreakable, it's okay to stop a cycle that is self-destructive or harmful. In order to do that, we may have to set more meaningful boundaries 
My family traditions are all about the food. It's our love language, and I do love food, but mostly I love creating food for other people. For most of the year, however, I don't eat the way we eat around the holidays. This level of temptation is not constant. So during this one week of the year around Christmas and New Year's, I don't say no. But on the other hand, I don't force myself to eat everything either. During Thanksgiving, it's one day, maybe two with leftovers, and I don't say no. And those are boundaries around food, around my plate, that I can live with. Time boundaries are another way to give yourself control during the holidays. How long will you stay in any particular environment or at a particular event? Where will you be spending these holidays? Now that can get somewhat complicated with growing families. I know folks who have early Christmas or two or three different Thanksgiving dinners or split the days or alternate years. My grandmother started a tradition for Thanksgiving that rivals Norman, Norman Rockwell. And our whole family would get dressed up for dinner, gather around the table. We had a kid's table and everything. But these days, that kind of togetherness can't happen for us every year. And there have been years when it was just simply not possible to be with family. But those Thanksgivings that I remember the most, those are the ones when we were all together. I'm aware that not all families are like that. Maybe there's a particular family member that you don't like, or maybe is toxic, or just causes a lot of stress. And I don't know if there is such a thing as a family that doesn't have someone like that, but we all have a right to set boundaries to protect ourselves from that kind of exposure. If you or someone you love struggles with addiction or is in recovery, this time of year can be particularly difficult. So don't be surprised if that person chooses to go somewhere else during cocktail hour or skips the festivities altogether. Not only are we allowed to set boundaries, but we need to be respectful of the boundaries that other people set for themselves as well. When it comes to boundaries and your health choices through the holidays, we might need to adopt a realistic, flexible compromise when we're talking about nutrition, exercise, and sleep. My favorite way to stay on track, whether I'm traveling or on vacation or whether we are gathering for a big family holiday, is to front load the day with as much healthy stuff as possible. For me, if it doesn't happen early, it may not happen at all. So this is where uh, my entire breakfast salad series came from. 
so that I could get more grains, more vegetables into the day. I knew I would have to do it early in the day. So I created breakfast salads. Um, During the holidays, if we can get up early and exercise first or try to integrate activity into the day, maybe walking the dog or volunteering to go for the the dog walk is a good way to do that or a group walk after a big meal, after whatever that big meal is of the day, window shopping on Black Friday, maybe running around in the yard, playing football with the kids. There are a lot of creative ways to kind of mitigate the overindulgence with activity that makes sense so we don't get completely sideways. And it's easier to get back on track after things calm down. Sometimes it's more about thinking about our activity in a different way than it is about, you know, exactly sticking with our routine. But once it's happened, it's happened. So if we overindulge on one day, it's okay. At that point, we just need to let it go and then wipe the slate clean for the next day. It doesn't do us any good to beat ourselves up about those extra piece of pie or the entire plate of cookies. Each day is new. So using the just for today approach is one that I have co-opted from how I approach teaching as a sub or when I'm introducing new movement patterns in class. This just for today thought goes a long way to helping me resist temptation and stick with new habit patterns. So, for example, when I cut back on alcohol and I don't want to drink during the week, Just for today, I'm not having a glass of wine. Instead, I'll make myself a tastier mocktail. Or I'll drink this glass of water first, and then if I still want it, I can have it. I must be exceptionally distractible because more often than not, that's all it takes. And then I've completely forgot about that glass of wine. Now, that doesn't work quite so well for me with chocolate, so I try to choose higher quality chocolate and savor it more. But it can work with what we put on the plate and how we exercise and how we sleep. So just for today, I'm going to get up early so I can walk now before the big brunch and if I get sleepy and I need a nap later, I'll let myself take one. Just for today, I'm going to go to bed a little earlier and I'll listen to a guided meditation to get to sleep because I know tomorrow will be a late night. Just for today allows us to stay within our boundaries and it gives us a little bit of grace too. I hope that's been helpful for you. So give it a try. Dig in to your holidays, give yourself a little grace, set some meaningful boundaries, and use that just for today approach. I hope that's been helpful to you. Thanks so much for listening. I am so grateful for each and every one of you. If you like what you heard here 
in the Work In podcast. I'd love it if you could leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I do read those and they do help other people find this show. If you're looking for more resources to navigate stress and burnout, physically, mentally, and emotionally, head over to savagegracecoaching.com and sign up for Yoga Life on Main Street. That is our weekly newsletter, and I share all kinds of tips about that. Thanks so much, everyone. Have a great one, and I'll see you next time on The Work In.